Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, 2020 Olympian and Olympic medalist. We are sitting down with Claire Curzan. Hi, guys. trials mm-hmm. heading into that meet on a scale of one to ten where would you say your nerves were oh that I mean the nerves were at a 10 but so was the excitement so I think the I've, I've just talked to a lot of past Olympians and people have been there um, and they they did warn me before that it is pretty stressful meet um, so I think that kind of helped just educate me before and um it definitely made it like it it was just better knowing kind of going into it that it would be a little stressful but I think I handled it pretty well so now I know going into next trials what to expect yeah I I I just talked to your coach Bruce the other day and you know he between him and uh and your other coach Claire who made the Olympic team in the 100 fly in 2012 it seemed like you had a wealth of knowledge to kind of lean on. Um, and like you said, just kind of show you the ropes of, Hey, this is, this is kind of what it's going to look like. Be, be prepared for this. Do you think, do you feel like that was the case as well? Yeah, I think just with them. And then also a couple of videos I got from Dana Vollmer and Summer Sanders. Um, I think they, they covered all the bases. So it was definitely great to have Claire. She kind of talked with me just about the whole experience um, ever since she's been coaching my group. So I think it's definitely prepared me for it. You got videos from Dana and Summer? I did. It was really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. But did, they, uh, did, they, did they reach out to you personally or did they reach out to your coaches? How did that, how did that facilitate itself? Um, my high school coach put together like a 15 minute long video, just kind of as a good luck for trials. Um, it was really sweet. It got videos from them. Um, a couple of my teammates, my family, and it just was like, I don't know, so sweet. And then my dad reached out to Dana Vollmer because he knows that I love her. So yeah, (laughs) that's how she sent the video. Were, have you been a fan of Dana's for a while I mean did do you, do you remember her swimming mm-hmm. I mean I raced against her in nationals t- like 2018 I think so okay. that was really cool and got like a picture together and yeah nice uh so yeah that, that seems like a pretty good role model to have yeah. uh so through trials prelims semis um did that help with the nerves at all or did you still feel equally as nervous and excited heading into that final, even having a couple races under your belt? Yeah. Um, I think it was still, I mean, my nerves definitely built a little bit just because I mean, prelims is nice. Cause you're like top 16, like, you know, you have a little wiggle room. Um, but when you get to finals and it's top two, and I mean, you're competing against all these like obviously amazing other swimmers. I mean, it's stressful. And I think just the excitement kind of pulled me through it and the adrenaline. Um, but yeah, it was equal. Just, just from a complete swim nerd technical standpoint, what do you feel like went right about that, that, that finals race where you got second? And what do you feel like 
okay that 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 could have been a little better um so the thing that we kind of looked back on I think I over tapered a little bit for trials um so I didn't feel the best in the water but I think the part that I did really well was my finish I kept my head down like like 15 meters and just like went to the wall so I think that kind of sealed the deal for me um but also I worked on my start so like I think those things um could have definitely lent for some improvement but overall it was obviously the good enough race at the time so so I I know you had incorporated running into Mm -hmm. your training um in, in the few months leading up to trials and I know at uh at the meet where you raced Tori in carry, um, yeah. you were DQ'd for an a 50 free, I think for, for going past 15. And, and again, Bruce was like, yeah, her legs were, were pretty strong at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about, uh, fine tuning that dive and first 15 from, mm-hmm. from that meet in May to trials? Mm-hmm. So Bruce has obviously been in the game for quite some time. He's really experienced. Um, he's been able to talk to some legendary coaches and just kind of take from their knowledge and implement it in our training. So he kind of focused on the rowing motion to start because I didn't use my arms that much um, just to get off the blocks. So it helped my reaction time. And then also just kind of triggering the arms, it, it triggered my legs better. So then I just got off the blocks farther and in a cleaner line. So. Yeah. Did. Do you, did you feel pretty confident in your underwaters? Did, what, what is your kick count for off the start to 15? So right now it's 10 off the start and then off the wall, it's 11. Um, I think I might have to change it soon because I have been getting stronger and my starts obviously just been getting better with time. Um, but that's what it is right now and what it has been. Yeah. D- does that change with rest? Or, or in a tech suit, or is that pretty consistent? It's it's pretty consistent. I, I try to shoot for it. Sometimes, like, in warm-ups for meets, like, I'll blow past it because I <laughs> my kicks are too big. Oh. So it's always, like, being cognizant of, okay, fast fast legs, fast legs. So that's that's why I got DQ'd in the 53, because I, I tried to make my kicks too big, and I sailed past it. So. Yes. <laughs> just cruise right by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, well, that, yeah, I, I thought that was a, a really interesting detail, um, mm-hmm. especially for, for, I mean, you're only 17 Yeah. and, and you're already like really getting into some of these intricate details. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you touched second in, in the hundred fly at in Omaha, uh, what was what was your what was your reaction immediately when when you finished that race um it was relief and then like excitement like it was just so many emotions I don't know if I can put it into kind of like words um but it was it was one of the best feelings that I've ever felt and it was just so nice to like have it done early in the meet and then just kind of ride that wave through the rest of trials since it is a pretty long meet, but it was nice just to be done and then just to enjoy the rest. Yeah. So how did, how did you get through the meet? Um, do do you feel like your, the rest of your events went well? Was it harder to focus on the rest of your events just because you were like, dude, I made it. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a little bit of that. 
Uh, I had the hundred fly and then I had like a two day break and then I had hundred free 50 free. Um, so, I mean, I didn't really care at that point. I, <laughs> I was so stressed about the hundred fly that I was like, you know, I'm just going to have fun in this hundred free and 50 free. Um, and I did have fun. I enjoyed all of it. So just meeting more people. I was next to Abby Weitzel and Katie McLaughlin in the ready room before the hundred free. And that was really cool. Um, so I don't know, like they said, good job. And it was just like a blur, but I, I definitely enjoyed those last couple races. That, that, that seems like a great experience and a great thing to do, especially as you said, it's like, you, you, you were so nervous for that hundred fly and, and to, to be done with it and to have accomplished that goal. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'll just have, fun. it was like, this weight was gone. <laughs> it was so great. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems, that seems really great. Congrats again. It's, it's, it's cool even just to think about, uh, and then you get a week at home and then you're off to Hawaii. Uh, what was, what was your experience like in Hawaii at the Olympic training camp? Had you ever been around a group of, of, of elite athletes like that before? Um, I've been to a lot of like USA swimming camps. So, I mean, I've been with the best of the best in the age groups. And then obviously junior worlds, you're with the best of the young kids. So I think I've definitely been around a lot of experienced athletes, but I don't think I've been around as many like named athletes. Um, (laughs) These ones had names. (laughs) Yeah. I was in the airport with Ashley Twitchell after we got off our flight and um, someone like called out behind us in baggage claim. They're like, hey, Claire. Hey, Ashley. And I turned around and it was Kayla Decky. And I was like, oh my God, like, you know my name. <laughs> so crazy. And I mean, just the intensity and like the excitement that they all brought to the training camp. I mean, that's the hardest I've worked in all my life. And it's the fastest I've ever gone in practice. Um, like I was finishing like a, a pace set in, for fly and it was like 18 or 12 or something 50s and you know, you have Allison Schmidt and Gunner cheering for you from the sides. And it's, it's really cool. Like just, they made the experience so great. Like all the vets were just so great. And the young kids, we all kind of banded together and just had a blast. It was really fun. Yeah. I, I heard that uh, you were in Todd DeSorbo's training group for a lot of the camp. And I heard that he said, he had never seen someone go as fast as you did in practice at some points. Uh, what on, on the 18 or 12 fifties fly, what, what are you, what are you going at the end of that set? So, yeah, I, I was like holding low 28s, um, high 27s. So, I mean, the fastest I've held in that set is like 29 lows and then occasionally 28s, maybe 27s towards the end. Um, but I, I was consistently just going faster than I've ever been. So it was really cool to see. Um, yeah. What were those 50s on? Uh 120. So you get like a lot of rest, but <laughs> towards the end it feels like less. Yeah, I bet. And, and is that is the goal to be like back end speed, front end speed? I guess that's front end speed, mate. Yeah. Speed. Um I think it's just trying to hold faster than what you would go at the end of a hundred flies. So you kind of know how it feels when it hurts. Um, so just making sure that you're holding your kick counts and stroke counts and finishing to the wall good (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of about back end speed but also like making sure you're working the front end speed to get to the faster times that you want to go yeah 
It's intense, but that's, uh, that's, that's really fast. Uh, was, was that the set that stood out to you? Was there anyone you got to train with or any, any set in particular, um, other than that, that was like, okay, yeah, the, I'll always remember this one. Um, I, I think two kind of stick out in mind. So, uh, the first one is, I think the Friday, like the first week we were in training camp, I, did like an aerobic free practice with the UVA girls and it wasn't like a set like set mm -hmm. um but it was just like I was dead by the end and I was like <laughs> I got better today like that practice was so good like I feel so much faster like you know it's like you walk out of practice and you're like yes like that was good like I felt that and then um we did a lot of doubles so we did doubles like twice a week three times I don't know however many days it was like all messed up towards the end with the travel day um <laughs> yeah but the doubles were so fun because like you get to do short course it's in Hawaii um you would like see the sunset uh and then like there'd be rainbows <laughs> so great and it was like power tower stuff so like you're doing like 25s and 12 and a half and rainbows and, and <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Towers and rainbows, dolphins. It was, it was a dream come true. <laughs> that sounds like a dream come true. That sounds like any summer's dream. Uh, I have to, okay, I have to ask you about this aerobic set because mm -hmm. we know that uh, Paige Madden can obviously do aerobic work. We, yeah. We've talked to Alex Walsh. We know yeah. she does distance work sometimes. Were you keeping up with, with the UVA girls? So I had the nice setup because Alex and Kate were together because we only had two lanes because like you had to split the lanes between everyone. So okay. Alex and Kate and I was hanging in the back. So I didn't hear their times. <laughs> I don't know if I wanted to hear their times, but I don't know. It was, it was laughing and like making the best of it. So it was good. So, so I'm, I'm always curious about this, um, this interesting period of, of Olympic training camp, because mm -hmm. you, you know, you mentioned you might've over tapered for trials. How, how did, first of all, how did you come to that conclusion of, okay, I think I, yeah. I think we overdid it a little too much. So normally when I kind of go into a meet, like I don't feel as great or recently, I don't feel as great. Like couple days leading up to it and then like you hit race day I get in warm up and I feel amazing so that's like when you kind of know like okay like this is going to be a good swim um I think in trials I like I think three days out of the hunter fly because we got there pretty early I was feeling like amazing I was doing super fast and Bruce was like oh my gosh you look so good um so I think that kind of happened a little too early and then towards the end I got more tired and things started to hurt a little more at the end um but yeah, I think that was kind of like the signal. So we were able, so Todd, Bruce, and I were able to talk about it and change it before the Olympics. Uh, if, if, if that was me and I was like three days out, I'm like, oh, this is, I'm feeling great. And then you get there and your things are starting to hurt a little more. I feel like I would just totally freak out. Did there was a little bit of that? Yes. But I was like, <laughs> we don't have time for that right now just push <laughs> to the back and pretend basically so i yeah it's a, right that seems like a good strategy obviously you were mentally tough enough to 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 make something work um mm -hmm. but i i was i just wanted to know what secret powers you summoned to to to, to get through it 
I would like to know myself. <laughs> we'll get there one day, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, so then this double taper beast, do you, do you work hard? You know, like where, what, what's the limit of like, okay, we're getting back into training versus, well, I need to, I need to maintain my taper or, you know, what's, what's the up versus down look like for you? So, um, I guess like I'm pretty young. So what I kind of figured out throughout the years is that I don't need as much taper as, you know, other people at the training camp might've needed. So, I mean, we got to Hawaii. The first day was obviously pretty chill because it was a travel day and stuff. Uh, but I mean, the intensity was up there. I was, I was going fast. I was doing hard stuff. Um, and I think I got maybe a week and a or a little less than a week taper before the Olympics. And I think that was perfect for me. So I had plenty of time just to get back up and do those kind of hard workouts. Um, so. That seems like it would, it would give you quite a bit of confidence too, as you said, if, I mean, when you get out of the pool every day and you're like, I got better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Was there anything at camp that you saw that from, from any of your teammates that stood out to you or you were like, whoa, don't see that every day? Yeah, um, I think I was next to Greg, like Todd's group was next to Greg's group a lot. Um, and they did like a lot of I am hard workouts. <laughs> so they like, I was watching them and they were like, okay, four more 400 IMs. I was like, oh, like, okay, <laughs> like that's hard. Um, and then another thing was watching Kayla Decky. She was, it was an afternoon workout. Um, she was slugging it out, doing short course, who, who knows how long, but it was just cool because the coaches were like, oh my gosh, that's so fast. And I was like, okay, like, yo, go Katie. I don't know, but it's just fun to watch her train because she does so well and she's so consistent. So it was really cool. The most impressive practice I've seen in my life was Katie Ledecky. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm right there with you. It's, it's mm-hmm. anytime you get to watch that, it's like, man, this is such a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's super cool. So then heading to Tokyo, had you ever been out of the country before? Yeah, but I mean, so, sorry. Um, I've been out for World Juniors, mm-hmm. which that's kind of a whirlwind trip because you get like two weeks there. So it's like you're there and then you're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been out of the country to Canada, if you consider that, for vacation. So yeah, those are the two times. You need a passport for that, right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, so you'd flown across an ocean before uh, mm-hmm. to Budapest. Um, how do you feel like this flight went? Or, the, or just this travel in general, go, heading to Tokyo from Hawaii, acclimating to Tokyo, obviously you had the the travel day of you were supposed to go and then you didn't, but um, mm-hmm. overall, how, how'd the travel go for you? I honestly think that travel day was a lot easier than the one to Budapest. Um, just because we were going to Tokyo, we were actually, what was it? We wanted to go to bed early and wake up early. So I think that was easier because Budapest, you went to bed late, you woke up late and like, you're mm-hmm. just kind of tired all the time. Um, but I mean, we were going to bed at like eight o'clock and it was the best thing ever. And you're waking up like six or seven and it wasn't even that hard. Um, so I think that was definitely easier. And then also just accommodations and 
Carly was so great to us just figuring out the whole flight thing even after it was delayed. Um, Hawaiian Airlines was kind enough to give us an airplane to ourselves, which was really cool, um, seeing how empty it was uh, just to kind of fly over. So you were able to lay across the rows. Um, and so we slept a little bit and the flight wasn't that bad because like you got up and you went and talked to all your friends and you got there and you were so excited because it was Tokyo. But I, I actually, um, I started a timer from when we were in Hawaii to when we got to Tokyo. And I think it was like, I think it was like 22 hours by the time we got to the airport, uh, to the hotel. So it was, it was pretty long. It was pretty long. long. It was fun. <laughs> I mean, we slept and I mean, on the bus ride to the hotel, I fell asleep a couple times, but it was, it was a good day. Day. Nice. Days. Day. <laughs> time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a lot of travel, but like you said, if it goes by pretty quick, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that seems all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you get to Tokyo. Um, do you, do you feel good in the water? Uh, did, do you feel like you hit your taper better? Um, especially in those prelims and semi swims, um, than you did at trials. Absolutely. I, I did feel amazing in the water. I think I found the perfect sauce for taper. I don't know. (laughs) Nice. Especially that double taper. Uh, Mm -hmm. that's, I feel like that's, valuable information to have moving forward um Mm -hmm. and then can you just tell me about your prelims and semi-swims and um what you made of them in Tokyo Mm -hmm. so I think for my first Olympic experience and just being there being away for like five weeks um I thought that they were good just considering the circumstances obviously like I would have loved to have gone faster and made the final maybe drop time but I think I learned a lot about those races and I think I'm still learning like more just from them. So I think it's just great to be able to kind of take that and hopefully make any other international or even just local experiences better. Yeah. Technically, do you feel like you executed pretty well, especially in that semifinal race? Yeah, I think for how good I felt, it was a little confusing at first because I mean, I, I didn't go the time that I thought I was going to go, but I think, I think it was pretty good for me just with everything that was going on and being at the Olympics. So, yeah. Yeah. What was being at the Olympics uh, like for you outside of the pool? Mm-hmm. It was, it was amazing. I mean, you were in the Olympic village, which in itself was really cool. Um, you had all these like apartment buildings and you'd look around and there's like team Turkey and team Germany. And I mean, you had these people who were seven feet tall walking around and all these different languages going on. It was really cool. And it was hot, but it was really fun. Really, really fun. How tall are you? I'm five, eight. So I'm not that big. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. I'm five, eight too. I'm not that big. Seven footers. <laughs> they're, yeah, it was crazy. They're up there. Yeah. You have to like crane your neck and like look up. Yeah. What so was the, you know, I'm, I'm told there's a lot of walking, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's getting used to the, the routines of making the bus and mm-hmm. figuring out the dining hall. Um, how do you feel like that process went for you? I think it was definitely a learning curve. Um, buses the towards like when we were in competition the buses were really reliable um the only hard part was that they filled up really fast with people 
So if you didn't like go there at a certain time, the buses would be filled and leave. So I think kind of planning ahead for that was definitely a learning curve. Um, but I mean, after they kind of figured it out after the first two a couple days before competition um, it went pretty smoothly. So, um, and I mean, I had Lydia and a lot of roommates to kind of rely on. Um, and then obviously me and Tori went to the, a lot of the same races together. So we just kind of depended on each other to figure out when to go. <laughs> nice. Did, so outside of, um, you, you, you swim on the first day mm-hmm. and then you have a, a lot of time off and then you swim on day seven. It was a late day. I yeah. the thing, I didn't know what day it was there. <laughs> if they told me I'm swimming, I swam. Yeah, pretty much. Did Did you have a favorite race that you were in the stands for? Oh, that's hard. <sighs> Probably, honestly, the distance events like. Bobby, Erica, and Katie, and Katie, and they all just knocked it out of the park. Like, I I don't think I've watched a lot of distance events in my career just because I'm either competing, like, the next morning, so I can't, like, exactly stay late, or I don't know, but just being able to sit there and have it be so close at the end, it was really exciting. Yeah, they were, those were some good ones. Yes. Uh, um, both of Bobby's races were some of the craziest things I've ever seen. And then, insane. Yeah, and, and yeah, to see Katie do what she did and her and Erica go one, two. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> I'm in agreement. <laughs> some great races. Yeah. Um, and then you got to swim on a relay as well. Mm-hmm. You were on the prelims relay for the, for the women's corner medley. Um, I mean, what was, what was it like getting to, getting the wear, wear the stars and stripes as a team? Uh, I think that was probably the favorite, my favorite race that I competed in. Um, just because, I mean, all of the girls I was with, Ryan, Lily, Erica, they all made it so fun. And I mean, I wasn't as nervous. So I, I just really enjoyed the ready room. I enjoyed being able to cheer for them and compete for the Universal Team USA as a little team in ourselves. So. Nice. Um, is was there any other standout moment for you outside of the pool in Tokyo that that really sticks with you? Um, I think going to kind of take pictures at the Olympic Rings. Um, it was the last night that we were in Tokyo before our flight went out that morning. Uh, so our whole like little roommate pod so like I think it was seven of us Katie Duluth was missing but we all like walked around together we put on our closing ceremonies uniforms uh, because we were gonna miss it but we went and took pictures and it was just cool kind of being on the rings and like touching them I don't know it was just a really cool thing and then it had this like amazing background of like Tokyo so I think that kind of night was a great experience. It's totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pictures with the Olympic rings in the closing ceremonies outfits. Uh, by yeah. the way, those are like the coolest outfits. I know. They're so, I'm taking my senior pictures in them. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. I feel like that's a pretty big flex. <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> Olymp- Olympic outfit. <laughs> no big deal. I'm a senior in high school. 
um obviously you earned it so i think that's that's awesome uh, you them? when are you gonna wear them again so true <laughs> so true uh and so now you, yeah, you're, you're going into your senior year of high school. You've been home for a couple of weeks. How, how do you feel like this experience has sat with you? Um, how do you have, do you feel like you've been able to process at all? Or do you feel like it's still kind of digesting and s- still happening? Um, I, I think, I don't know. I, I still digesting some days, but then other days I'm like, I went to the Olympics. I mean, most of the time it feels like a fever dream. Like I have to pinch myself and be like, ah, I was in Tokyo like a month ago. But it was just, there was so much to unpack from it. I think like every day I just kind of remember or like sit with like a little bit more. So, I mean, it's been great being home and seeing family, but I do, I do miss being there. I do miss everyone that I was with. Um. Yeah, I think I think you reposted it, but there was uh, a letter on Instagram that uh, was written, and it, it seems like it it holds a lot of truth for the Olympic experience. And um, yeah, it seems like it's a really big high, and everyone comes down from it a little differently. So it's good to hear that you've been able to sit with it and mm-hmm. and kind of digest it, um, have have some downtime. Mm-hmm. What do you, what are you thinking about heading into your senior year of high school now? I I'm excited. I mean, my school's back in person. Um, I don't have to wear a uniform anymore. I can wear normal clothes. Um, and I'm, a- I'm able to see all my friends from school that I haven't seen in a while, just with school being virtual and everything. So I'm excited. Um, I have really good teachers this year, so it's going to be a fun year. Uh, do, do, you, do you have a lot of classes this year? Are you, are you someone who takes like seven APs? Or are you someone <laughs> who takes like three classes? Um, so our school kind of functions on a year long. So the course is like a year long, except for a couple and they're like a semester long, but I'm taking three APs. So, yeah, I mean, I like, I like challenging myself. So I'm excited for just learning more about them. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and obviously college is on the horizon. Uh, you are, you are one of the few holdouts <laughs> who has not made a public verbal commitment Mm-hmm. Just but no judgment. I'm just yeah. just just saying. Uh, what do you what are you thinking? What's going on? So I I'm still talking to colleges. I have not committed yet, but mm-hmm. with uh, recruiting trips opening, I'm planning on going on visits. So I'm super excited uh, just to go on visits um, and be able to just kind of see the campus and the people in their in more in depth and in their own environment. So I'm I'm excited. <laughs> Do you know what schools you're visiting? Uh, right now, it's Stanford and UVA. Nice. <laughs> uh, both both very hot ticket places. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's that sounds exciting. Um, we'll obviously be waiting anxiously to hear <laughs> uh, to hear your announcement. Um, I know your teammate Charlotte Hook recently mm-hmm. announced her commitment to Stanford. Yes. So it's exciting. Um, very cool. And obviously with, with college news, um, what do you make of, of the new NIL rules that, uh, you can go to college and also, um, also make a little money on the side. Obviously a couple of your Olympic teammates and Reagan and Tori have already made, made their deals and, and already uh, doing that. What are you thinking about? 
I, I think it's amazing. I mean, just kind of seeing how progressive it's been. I think swimmers do put in a ton of time and effort and love. Blood, sweat, and tears, just their sport. So it's nice to be able to see that they're able to kind of reap some of the benefits um, that competing on these high level gets. So I'm all for it. Uh, and I'm super excited just to kind of see this new wave of college and sponsorships and endorsements. Have, have you have you talked to any potential endorsements or have you thought about like who you might want to be endorsed by? Um, I'm thinking about it. I'm not too sure yet. I'm just kind of taking everything one step at a time. But I mean, we've been talking to all the right people and my parents have been great just reaching out and kind of putting feelers out everywhere. So I it's been fun so far. That's thank thank you for fielding all these questions. I know I'm sure you've got a lot on your plate right now. So I do appreciate it, Claire. Uh, one last question for just from a swim nerd perspective. Mm-hmm. Are you watching the ISL at all? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. That and the Paralympics. <laughs> and the pa- <laughs> Dude, so yeah. much swimming happening right now. Uh, it's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's we the- have, Pac has two swimmers actually and the Paralympics. So it's fun just to be able to like follow them. So I'm super excited. Yeah. What, what is it? What is it like to just to sit back and watch swimming for, for a while? It's, it's fun, but it's hard. Like being in the stands and also just like being behind a TV, like you feel so out of control. Like you just want to like <laughs> go faster. <laughs> like it's, it's fun, but it's also, it's challenging. I hear you. I mean, well, and I, I'm, I guess the good part is for you that I'm sure you'll be in a pool with, within no time. Um, yeah. So moving forward, uh, I'm, I'm wrapping this up, <clears throat> but moving forward, um, obviously it was just announced that world trials are going to be in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do, how do you, how are you feeling about this next season moving forward? When is your high school season in winter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a winter sport for us. Okay. So what, what do you have an idea of what your schedule looks like yet? So I'm still kind of working through the high school thing. There's a couple factors that are blurring some definites. So we we're working through that right now. Um, but I mean, I've, I've heard of short course worlds. Bruce is excited about short course worlds. So I think it's a selection process. So, I mean, if I get selected for that team, I mean, I'd love to go. Um, and I also want to do high school, I think senior year, um, with kind of my coach and all my teammates be super exciting and super fun. Just one last like shot and it's like a hurrah, you know? Um, but I think I, I'm definitely excited for world champs trials. I think after my races in the Olympics, I was definitely hungry for more. Um, so I think I'm, I'm ready to go for those and hopefully I'll be able to, make it and compete for Team USA again. I'd love that. So yeah, I'm excited. And I think it's, it's great that it's coming up so fast. World champ trials, short course worlds, high school state. <laughs> yes. The big three. <laughs> yes, you know it. <laughs> that, that, sound, that's, that sounds super fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I obviously were excited to see you compete in as many meets as you possibly can. Um, Claire, I, I do really appreciate you taking the time. I know you've had a lot of interviews on this Friday evening. I appreciate you making time for us. Thank you for making time for me. I, I had a blast.
You've been listening to the Swim Swam Podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.